0: It's made a big difference. It's made a big difference in my week. It's made a big difference in my outlook. Big difference in my mental health. Uh, Big difference in how I feel about myself and how I feel I can conquer and do anything. It's just amplified everything. So... Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Quotes, Light, and Motivation podcast with William H. Please rate and review the show. It helps us grow. You can email the show at QuotesLightMotivation at gmail.com. Again, that's QuotesLightMotivation at gmail.com. You know, in life it's about doing the work even when you don't feel like it. You know? uh, Even when you don't feel like it. Because what happens is you won't get much done if you only work on the days that you feel good or that you feel like it or you wait for your feelings to get in line with uh, what needs to get done. I'm sure many of you also heard that um, in the future, you know, 20 years from now, you'll be more disappointed by the things you didn't do rather than the things that you did. You'll be more disappointed that you didn't try that thing that you wanted to try or you didn't uh, move to that new city or you didn't uh, start that business, whatever it may be. You'll be more disappointed about that than trying something and failing. And what both of these quotes really go back to is, or both of these ideas really go back to is the idea of, um, making the most of your day, right? How can you make the most of your day? How can you um, get the most out of your 24-hour day? Um, and so there's a few things, a few notes that I've uh, taken down, you know, based on things that I have read in my own experience, my own experiences. Um, this is what I came up with. The first one is make sure that you're intentional about the start of each day. So be intentional about the time you wake up. Be intentional about how you start your day. What do you do when you start your day? What do you do when you wake up? Um, you know, I talk all the time about morning routines, but um, really it's about where do you want to focus your attention when you wake up? You know, what do you do when you when you wake up? Uh, what's the first thing that you do? Um, where's your mind at? Where's your head at? And so forth. So just be intentional about that process and about what that looks like for you and how can you be most effective uh, with the start of your day. And maybe it takes, you know, trying different things. Maybe it takes a few days of um, trying to start your day by reading something, trying to start your day by, I don't know, listening to music or listening to something positive. Um, but you got to figure out what the what the formula is for you so that uh, – you know, you'll have a positive outlook and you'll be productive in the start of your day. Next thing is to determine what matters, right? Come up with uh, what's important to get done for the day. You know, what are the most important things that need to get done for the day? And I always like to narrow it down to three things because I think three is a good number because um, regardless of whatever Regardless of what you put in the list, there's going to be things that pop up, right, as soon as the day starts. So I like to have three things that absolutely want to get done each day. And some days I get it done, some days I don't. But just uh, being intentional about having that list of things that I want to get done. It helps me to be productive and then also to reflect at the end of the day. Did I get my three things done that I said I wanted to get done? If I didn't get them done, you know, what happened and why didn't I get it done? And then how can I prioritize those things? Uh, If they're important enough for me to put them on my list, then how can I prioritize those things for tomorrow and make sure that I get them done? The next thing is to create moments of flow. So this flow state, I don't know if you've heard of it before, but the flow state is when you get so engulfed in something that um, hours can go past and you don't realize it or minutes could go past and it seems like just a few seconds have passed. It's kind of like... meditating. You know, when you first start and it's something I where I I struggle with meditation from time to time, but I find when I uh consistently meditate, um after you know a few days of doing it consistently, um after a while, 10 minutes doesn't feel like 10 minutes. You know, 10 minutes doesn't seem so long. Um when I really start to get into the habit of meditating day in day out, 10 minutes seems like 2 or 3 minutes because it goes by so quick um when you're in the, but when you're first starting out and you're thinking I'm going to sit here for 10 minutes and do nothing <laughs> at least for me it was the hardest thing in the world for me to to for me to be able to uh it was one of the harder things for me to be able to sit there for 10 minutes and do nothing and and try to focus on my breathing and not focus on um not get caught up in issues or things or thoughts running through my head it's okay to think the thought, but try to let it go and to go back to my center and breathing. That was, a hard, that was a hard thing for me, a hard lesson for me. Um, but that's kind of how it is with flow. You get so focused in work um, or completing activity that you lose track of time, that you're so engulfed in it that it just it starts to come naturally to you and you start to enjoy it. And, you know, you look up and 20 minutes has passed by and 30 minutes have passed by and it doesn't seem like it. It's kind of like when you have a busy day at work. Um, you know, or you have a busy day, um, period, and it seems seems like when things are busy, the time flies by, right, but when things are slow, and there's not much going on, I mean, it seems like the time just slows down, and it's at a a crawl, right, it's like every second you're counting, but when you're uh, busy at work, and you're focused on doing things, and you're constantly moving, and constantly running the meetings, and, you know, putting out fires, and resolving issues and things like that it's like the day just flies by so you want to create moments like that moments of flow moments where you're doing uh work you're doing good work and you're enjoying it in some way um and that's where the flow state comes from from the enjoyment of work and working in your area of expertise right working in uh your area of genius i like to call it and then the last one is to reflect with gratitude at the end of the day. So at the end of the day, when, you know, you're laying down, you're about to go to sleep, just reflect on your day and, you know, have, uh, and be kind to yourself, right? Uh, have some gratitude for the day that you just endured and the things you accomplished and what you were able to get done. Just have some gratitude and some grace with yourself. Um, you know, as you go to sleep and, you know, you get ready and prepare yourself to to wake up the next day and start another 24 hours. So this is the list uh, I came up with on uh, how to make the most of each day, make the most of your 24 hours. The first one is be intentional at the start of each day about how you start your day. Um, the second one is to make your list of three things. The third one is to create moments of flow, get into the flow state where you're doing work you enjoy and work that you love and, you know, uh, the time just flies by because you're so focused and so um, engulfed in what you're doing. And, And the last one is to reflect with gratitude and grace and giving yourself some grace. All right, let's get into the positive black story of the week. Zachary Wallace, affectionately known as Big Zach, opened the doors to his first local green location, Atlanta's Van City Community, on the west side in January of 2019 could find him doing everything from running the cash register to cooking the food himself four plus years later you'll likely see the life-size image of him on the wall more often than you'll see him there in person that's because he's still doing the less glamorous parts of running the business before his dive into the food industry he was known as a rapper and songwriter who helped build show enough records with rapper Jazzy Fay. his voice can also be heard On Atlanta radio every weekday since 2005 as the man behind the It's Six O'Clock intro for hip-hop DJ and radio host Greg Street's long-running evening slot on V103. His connection to hip-hop inspires most of the food on Local Green's menu. You'll find tacos named after rapper Andre 3000, smoothies and sandwiches named after Goody Mob songs and T.I. albums. In fact, 80% of the menu is plant-based and geared towards a pescatarian and vegetarian diet. In this article that I'll link to in the show notes, Big Zach talks about how death inspired him to eat better after losing a few close family members. He started exercising and giving up fried foods, which led to changing what he bought at the grocery stores and eventually forced him to find new restaurants to eat at. Uh, This eventually led him to R. Thomas Deluxe Grill in Atlanta, where he eventually met and developed a rapport with the founder and owner Richard Thomas and discovered that he was a former fast food franchisor who co-founded the Bojangles chain of restaurants before he sold his business and opened R. Thomas. Big Zach put up $5,000 of his own money to start Local Green before opening the brick and mortar location. He operated out of his mother's kitchen, serving dishes to friends and family as he tested recipes. From there, he secured a spot at the Good Samaritan Health Center that allowed him to cook his meals in his kitchen, which he delivered to his growing customer base through word of mouth. He heard through a customer that there was a space with a kitchen available in the historic Bronner Brothers Building on the west side, owned by local community organizer and real estate developer Precious Muhammad. After a couple phone calls, Wallace met the elusive figure in person. He brought his proposed menu and some samples to convince her to allow him to operate there. Wallace got the keys to the space in September of 2018 and officially opened in January of 2019. Local Green is now located on the corner of streets named after Joseph E. Lowry and Reverend Martin Luther King Jr., pillars of the civil rights movement. It is within walking distance from the original Pascal's Restaurant where people like them met to strategize. It is also up the block from the first branch of Citizens Trust Bank, the first black owned bank to join federal deposit insurance corporation and, and the federal reserve system. So we salute uh big Zach. Uh, what I liked about this article and the reason why I wanted to share it is that uh big Zach, the owner of local greens. Um, he made this local greens restaurant, a, a place that people can go to get healthy food, right? It's it's located in the West End in a food desert. Um, If you read the article, I didn't go through all the details of the article, but like I said, I'll link in the show notes. But in the article, he talks about how, you know, he used to be out all night in the entertainment industry, getting on music, eating bad. And as I mentioned, the death of his family members inspired him to change his lifestyle. And just going and trying out new restaurants, trying to be healthier, he ran into the owner, who was a a restaurateur who kind of gave him, showed him some things or told him some things about how to operate a restaurant. The thing was he was seeking a lifestyle change, right? And what happened was because of the lifestyle change he was seeking, um, it led to him starting a business where he he saw a need, he saw something missing from a community. He used his experience as a launch pad to start a business. That's what I like about this article. And, you know, talks about a transformation from the entertainment industry to becoming a entrepreneur and business owner. And, you know, over time, he eventually, you know, transformed his eating habits and transformed um, his family's eating habits. So it's good to hear uh, people who, you know, start businesses with just an idea, just based on their own experiences. Right. They make a change. They decide, you know, I'm going to make a change to my lifestyle and the way that I'm eating, and it leads to them creating a business as they get deeper into different recipes and different ideas around uh, the types of food that they can eat that, that'll taste good, but it'll also be uh, good for them health-wise. So we salute Zachary, Big Zach Wallace. All right, let's get into uh, something motivational or inspirational I saw this week. <laughs> The beginning of the year is a funny time for me because it's always, you know, um, it's excitement, but then it's kind of, it can be a little shaky for me in the beginning of the year Um, because I know, you know, I normally, at least this year, I decided I wasn't going to go to the gym um, because I knew, I anticipated that the gym would be packed with, I anticipated that the gym would be packed with uh, the people who, you know, made these New Year's resolutions, so I always like to give, you know, I wanted to give them some time. To to uh, empty out of there. Because <laughs> it's like you wait, you know, a couple of weeks. By Valentine's Day, a lot of people have already given up on their resolutions, right? That's what they say. But in me not wanting to go to the gym or me not wanting to uh, be a part of, you know, the debauchery that happens at the gym when it's so crowded and, you know, I hate crowded gyms. I hate that. So with me not wanting to be a part of that, what happens is I've gotten to the routine of, Um, you know, not being consistent with uh, waking up early and, you know, doing my my morning routines and things like that. I've been a snoozer loser. That's what I like to call it. People who hit the snooze button (laughs) call them snoozer losers. Uh, You know, I was a snoozer loser. I was guilty of that, hitting snooze over and over again. Um, And so just this week I was like, man, I got to get back into my routine. I got to get back into getting up early and you know, getting into my my quiet time, you know, and I tried it, couldn't do it. And I said, "Man, what what can I do?" And I was reading a book, and a book, and a book had, uh, and this book had the idea of moving your uh alarm clock. So you know, when I was in high school, my mother would wake me up. It wasn't a big deal. I didn't have to worry about um, being late to school and things like that because my mother would wake me up. Even though I had an alarm clock, you know, even if I hit the alarm clock and went back to sleep. Uh, my mother would come wake me up to go to school. Um, in college, it's not that way, right? In college, it's on you to get up and have, you know, respond to alarm clock, have an alarm clock, all that fun stuff. So um, I got into the habit of having an alarm clock. And what I found is it's better for me to um, put the alarm clock somewhere where I can't reach it from my bed, if that makes sense. So put it across the room, put it somewhere where you have to get up physically out of the bed to hit the alarm clock, Right. And so I was doing that, right? I was getting up out of the bed, and I still would hit snooze. I was still hitting snooze. And so I was reading a book, and the idea in the book was like, move your alarm clock to a total different room. Put it in the bathroom. Put it somewhere that makes it even tougher for you to go lay back down. <laughs> and so I did that. I moved it to the bathroom. Um, I moved the alarm clock out of my bedroom, put it in the bathroom. And the first day, I still hit snooze. Uh, But the second day it happened, the second day it went off, um, I didn't hit snooze and I was able to stay up and I was able to to feel how I felt to be up that early (laughs) and not hit snooze and get a boost of energy and get things done in the quiet time. That's what I like to call that early morning time, that early morning uh, time when everyone else is asleep, when the majority of the world is asleep. I like to call that the golden hour. Because there's so much you can get done. There's so much inspiration that you can gain from that that hour when everyone is asleep. Um, there's so much focus you can have. There's time for you to plan out your day, for you to pray, for you to meditate, for you to get a little workout in or whatever you need to do before the world starts beating you up, um, as I like to say. So this week I've been consistently getting up early for the first time in 2024. Um, after not getting up early, probably for at least two months, you know, between Thanksgiving, my birthday, Christmas, New Year's, all these things. I tend to get out of whack around um, these the holiday seasons as a lot of folks do, right? That's when a lot of people gain most of their weight. Um, and it can be tough for me to get back into my routine um, as the year starts. But, yeah, I was able to get back into my routine. I got up two days in a row, and then, um, you know, I was able to go to the gym for the first time, and the gym wasn't ridiculous. I'm like, okay, now, now we're getting back into it. Now I'm lifting weights. I'm feeling good. And that's what it's about. It's about it's about getting up and um, starting your day off right, just like we said at the beginning of the episode, right, about being intentional with how you start your day. You know, don't start your day by hitting snooze and, going back to sleep and all those type of things try to start your day by choosing yourself by choosing to have some quiet time or some downtime before you have to rip and run and do all the things that you have to do so what i like to do is i like to start my day i hit my alarm clock you know i start the coffee up because i'm you know i'm a daily i'm starting to become a daily coffee person like i just need one cup of coffee to start my day um don't look at my phone, that's another one. I had started to get into the habit of looking at my phone first thing when I wake up. And just that little thing of getting up, not hitting snooze, and not looking at my phone for the first hour or two that I'm up. What a big difference it makes. Staying off of social media and text messages and you know phone calls and all these things that come and distract. It's important to have uh that focus time it's important for me to have that focus time and I've seen already um just a couple of days in how big of a deal it is and I know this right i've I've done this before, <laughs> but it's like it's it's been renewed and refreshed in me um you know as I started again because I was struggling with getting up early like I said, I was having a tough time getting up early I was hitting snooze over and over again and you know all out of whack but once I started. Um, really getting up when I alarm went off and started uh, really taking the time to focus myself and focus my attention before I start the day. Uh, it's made a big difference. It's made a big difference in my week. It's made a big difference in my outlook. Big difference in my mental health. Uh, big difference in how I feel about myself and how I feel I can conquer and do anything. It's just amplified everything. So, um, so you got to... Uh, remember to not count the days, but to make the days count. Right, and today is as good day as any day, and in, in fact, it's a perfect day to wake up and to choose yourself and do something for yourself. Yeah. But-